Welcome to Telemade Film Business Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you start a successful film production company or any business for that matter. Now, here are your hosts, Bridget and Tony Charles. Welcome to episode eight of the TaylorMade Film Company podcast. I am your host, Bridget Charles. And I am Tony Charles. And this is the TaylorMade Film Business Podcast. TaylorMade Film Business Podcast. A podcast dedicated to everything related to the film production industry as well as the business industry. We take it all together, put it on a cute little package with the bow and present <laughs> the content to you. Just like our company, this is a one-stop shop. One stop shop for everything. 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 Whatever you're looking for from a production standpoint, we have you. We have it on lock. Yeah, episode eight. Episode eight. Just like I said, um, we didn't have a podcast in our calendar. I can't believe now we are on episode eight. We are officially podcasters. Podcast. Wow, it's amazing. For those of you who are new to podcasting, be sure to go out there and subscribe to our podcast channels. We're, we're available on all of the podcast platforms. Yes. Download those episodes. And if you find this content valuable, be sure to give us five stars. We'll keep it coming. And also send us feedback on what exactly. you'd like us to talk about next. Exactly. Yes. Uh, we, we, we are not expert per se, but our, our goal is to basically like share everything that we went through. Yes. You know, um, it's important for you to go back and listen to our uh, last episodes, you know, and we actually we had great information in there for you. So like true. Said, so true, yeah. guys. So go back and listen to episodes one through seven yeah. and catch up on everything that we're talking about mm -hmm. just to make sure that you have that content. Take notes. Take out your notepads because we feel that this will really, really help you on your journey in business. And we want you to be successful. We don't want you to make the same the same no. mistakes that we made. No. You know, uh, we're going to celebrate uh, our successes as well as be real with you and tell you about the failure so that we can save you both time and money. Time and money. Absolutely. It's, it's very important to save money if you you can absolutely so yeah, with but, Tony, if, but if you don't have the information trust me you will you it's probably gonna be the same probably even worse than the we, we did in our first production yes. but this costly industry i'm telling you this information you need it especially yes. if you were to start a film company yes why not so true it's so free true. so true that's absolutely true so guys like tony said be be sure to subscribe uh and we're a full production company we take you uh from the start Pre-production to post-production. Yes. With that being said, Tony, we need to let the people that's tuning in today know what episode number eight is about. Yeah, it's about post-production. Post-production. Yes. That's a mouthful of post-production. And it's yes. just what it sounds like. This is the process after production, post-production. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, this is the most important one out of everything. This is the engine this is, yeah, this is the end all be all. All yes. of that hard work that you've put in planning yeah. to going through your budget to casting and looking for casting crew and, you know, practicing and doing all of that. This is your final product. You get all of your footage, your files, you get them all lined up. And yes. this is where you put it all together. And this is what the world's going to see. Why? That's why, to me, this is the most important out of everything. This is it? the most important part of it. So true. So you know? true. Exactly. And post-production is such a broad subject, Tony. We can actually spend several episodes talking about this yes. we're going to try to put it on a cute 
cute little package in <laughs> for it today. Might be a part two. You exactly. Know, I'm sure that it will. I'm sure that there'll be people reaching out with questions about, know. you know, what about <laughs> this, what about that. So again, send your feedback, yeah. subscribe, follow, um, you know, send us questions and messages and tell us what you would like to talk about more. And we can definitely go more in depth after this conversation. But to get started, Tony, with post-production, uh, I know that one of your key things is that you really believe that we must have an editor on set. You have That's to. how post-production begins, you your to. editor. But it's funny you say that because um, we actually went through a lot. Yes. You know, because uh, our editor for our first project, mm-hmm. it took him a long, long, long time just to put the footage together. True. You know, so because, true. because we did not have one mm-hmm. on set. And... Uh, and our DPs, man, they did a, such a a bad a bad job. Yes, you know, putting the footage together. So that's why it's, well, our ACs. Yes, yeah, exactly. You exactly. have to so listen true. because it's going to hurt your pocket. So true. So you know? true. That is absolutely true, guys. Uh, and what Tony is referring to, for those of you who haven't heard the previous episodes, one of our first large solo projects yes. uh, was a project that we did entitled Office Secrets. It started out as a very small project it ended up being massive in the terms of a smaller production yes. company if you will and exactly and the thing is with that is because it was so much that was involved footage mm-hmm. wise mm-hmm. the people that we hired did not actually organize all of the media the way that they should have so by the time we got it to an editor we used a third party editor that was not on site that was not there who didn't know the story as it was being filmed and basically gave them the footage yes. gave him the footage yeah. and when he received the footage the footage was disorganized the files were labeled incorrectly some of the media files some of the audio files were missing uh he couldn't even sync the material yeah. in post because of the way that it was so badly disorganized yeah. overall it was chaos it was it was total it was chaos. chaos so with that being said tony i think it took him nearly a couple of months just to kind of go through the footage and kind of see what was there and can you imagine having audio is not labeled and then you have the video files is not properly la- properly labeled and there was no scratch audio in some of the cameras so he's sitting there being forced to try to look at the lips and see what the actors are saying just to yeah. be able to match it up to the audio yeah, was, so you guys can actually listen and tell how tedious that process had to have been yes that's why it's important for people to listen to our podcast exactly because the information is real this is not like I real said last story. time this is not scripted this yes. is real life stories this is what we went through and we don't ever want you to go through what we went through so true we really like spent we've like overspent you know uh, um, for what we you know like I said Go back to listen to one of our episodes. I can't remember if it was episode two or three. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about you have you need to pick the right people, yes. the the right crew yes. uh, 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 for your for your projects because people sometimes lie in their resume. Yes, you know people and, are not truthful. Yeah, for sure. and um and like I said, it will show through their work. True, you know, true. and that's what happened to us. So true. You I'm know? with Tony on that one. Yeah. I totally agree. So, guys, it's so important uh, because people are not truthful. And, you know, that's the consequences of, of things. That's what it is. But yeah. at the end of the day, the production company or the person that's responsible, the you know, the producer or however your setup is, is basically they are going to be responsible for paying exactly. for that. So the editor may have quoted you one price thinking that you had all your ducks in a row. And then when they get the footage and they look at it, it was like,
like this is not what I signed up for. And you can't push back, right, because you quickly realize that they're, they are absolutely correct. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not what they signed up for. The footage yeah. is everywhere. Files are everywhere. So it's imperative, if at all possible, to have your editor that's going to be editing your project yeah. on set. Yeah, it'll definitely They'll know the story. Yeah. They can organize it the way that they like to work. Yeah. That's the easiest way. Yeah, it'll save you time and money. Yes, you yes, know? that's the easiest way. The person there who's going to be editing is there the in, day in and day out. They are organizing their own footage, in a sense, because they're going to be the ones working on exactly. it. And they know how they like things organized, and it'll make your it'll make your life so much easier overall so from a pre-production. Yeah. Sorry, from a post-production yeah. standpoint, absolutely. And Tony, with that being said, for those people that cannot have their editors on set, you know, it's a very small production, small budget. Mm-hmm. One of the key um, things, I think, to make post-production easier is they need to ensure that they have enough hard drives yes, but, on hand. But before we get to that, a lot, sometimes, like I said, there's a lot of people out there, you know, who would, wouldn't mind to work for free. You know, just go out there, go on social media and ask people, okay, you know, hey, I'm doing a project and I need somebody to be on set. I need an editor. I don't have money. I can't pay you right now, but just ask for help. You never know. Uh, uh, You know, there might be somebody out there who's willing to, you know, work for free. Yes, and perhaps you can't pay them cash, yeah. but you can probably give them credit for the project. Exactly. You're always going to feed your crew well, well anyways. That's a whole other episode, yes. but you want to make sure that your crew is eating well. So perhaps you can pay them with, um, with credit. You can actually make sure that they eat a really, really good meal. Yeah. And you can always barter. I can't pay you now, but on the next project, perhaps I can pay you more than your regular rate. Yes. Yeah. Just whatever you have to do to have yeah. an editor on set. Yeah. If you can do it, guys, we are telling you from experience, you will change the game for yourself. You make it a smooth process and you'll really enjoy it overall and then your end product will be much better than exactly. it could have been because again you have your editor there yeah. and they're going to make sure that things are up to par and up to yeah. their standards don't say i don't have it in my budget i can't pay nobody reach out to yeah there's somebody out there that you know uh i was willing to work for free that's so true Do that. free or actually um cheaper than cheaper. they may have yes, yeah so exactly. again it's all about bartering guys mm-hmm. like you're going to work out those relationships and make those connections so there's a million different ways to do it just find out what'll work mm-hmm. for you and whatever you can do to get the editor on yes. set to me that's one of the most important um crew members to yes. actually have on set and that's not a traditional crew member in a sense but i think personally yeah. that is important Going back to hard drives, mm-hmm. it's amazing what we went through that day. We thought we had like, oh my, I think we had about like seven, eight hard Actually, drives. Actually, we had eight hard drives. Um, we had about three that were eight terabytes. Yes. And I think that we had about five, actually about four that were two terabytes. And I think that we had one that was one terabyte. And it wasn't Which, enough. It wasn't. Uh, because what you guys need to understand is when you are using cinematic cameras and you're shooting in raw, the file sizes are huge. So it's Dang. not uncommon to see a file size, one single file, just a few minutes long, this 200 gigabytes. And you can factor in that. I think that a terabyte is, uh, about just a little bit over uh, 1,000 gigabytes, right, or something like that. But you can see how fast that'll go, right? So you want to make sure that you have plenty of drives on set, uh, not just a couple of drives. So traditionally speaking, you're going to want to have your master file. Mm -hmm. That's the one that you're going to put up just in case anything happened, you lose something, you need to recoup something. You're going to have a set of drives for that. You're going to have a set of drives um, 
as your backup drives, mm-hmm. yeah. right? So you're going to need to back up that oh, footage just to have an extra copy on hand. Again, you never know when anything's going to go wrong. Yeah, if you can quadruple backup. Yeah. And then you're <laughs> going to want your actual working drive. That's the mm-hmm. drive that your editor's going to use. So at the end of the day, uh, when you're actually, um, when you're actually doing your, um, your uh, dailies, if you're going to be doing that on set, that'll be the drive that they work from. You say, I want this piece, I want that piece. They go ahead and they actually mark the points that you want, the footage that you like, the working drives, basically. If you have an editor that's not on set, that'll be the set of drives that you were delivered to your editor so that they can work from. Yes. So you see how important drives are. And it's not just important. any drives. And some are better than others. It's yeah. just like cameras. It's just like yeah. lenses. Mm-hmm. You pay for what you get. Exactly. Or, or actually you get what you pay for, however they said. Yes. But at the end of the day, uh, you want actually quality over quantity, so it's really mm-hmm. important to have adequate drives. Right. I believe I believe you have to save to get the best. Yes, know? exactly, exactly. And then from a production house standpoint, point from a production company, you want a master drive where you can back up all that footage, and if you can afford to actually become bigger, you want to black you want to back it up to the cloud. What that means is you want to have a copy that's not on the premises. So say mm-hmm. you have a building, your building catch on fire yeah. or it floods, and all of your footage and files are damaged. You need one master file that's put in the cloud that's not on site that you always have backup to exactly. because believe it or not clients will come back years later oh you shot this project for yep. me and I want to use this do you still have that piece of footage I know yeah so yes and believe me clients are going to reach <laughs> out I need this um, uh, can I pay you to do a, kind of like a two minute um, something something from the footage uh, that you shot three years ago so it's important to yes. have adequate storage base uh, both physical storage on a drive as well as cloud storage exactly. when you really get up so there. So you, you will need it. several, several, several drives to exactly. so be prepared. Exactly. Be prepared. So know? true. So true. Mm-hmm. And when you get those drives, guys, uh, if your editor, again, is not on set and you're organizing the footage, it's so important that you do it the right way. Mm-hmm. So what we typically have learned since then, and we always do, we always try to organize our files. Yes. We have a folder for video files, a folder for audio files, a folder for stock, stock footage, footage um, a folder for all master, other things. Yeah, exactly. You know, so you want to yeah, so put all of your footage. Make sure first that it's labeled properly. Yeah, yeah. Use your clapper <laughs> so, <laughs> so that the editor can know what goes where he can match the scene. It's important. Even if you don't have a clapper, just come on, just clap your hand. Exactly. You know, that's another way you can, you know, if you don't have a clap on set, you can just... Yeah, you know, exactly. Hand, exactly. That would give you an indication, you exactly. know, your, you know, um, where to start, you know. Um, Which is really important exactly. in the software. So yeah. uh, most of all of the editors are going to use kind of like a doll. So basically, this is a software package. Some of the most popular ones are actually uh, Premiere Pro. That's yeah. through, mm-hmm. I think it's Adobe. Yeah. And then you have uh, Final Cut Pro, which is through Apple. And then you have... Um, you have uh, DaVinci Resolve, which DaVinci is Black Resolve, Magic, which is yeah. one of the best in the game. If you could learn how to use it, that's that's the end all be all in our opinion. Yeah. But you want to make sure that they're able to take those files, drop it into that software, and then actually start the process of what they call um, data management. And then they um, and then they take the script and they'll actually match it to the footage, and they'll actually shift through the footage and make sure that they have everything, and they can actually get to work. So the faster that they can do that, the quicker they can get your final product back exactly. to you, your final project back to you. So the question what what if you don't have an editor on set? If you don't have an editor on set, then you need to take those steps that I just said. You need to sure. make sure that you have someone there. A lot of sets for smaller projects to use, the um, they will pull 
the AC, mm-hmm. pull them to the side sometimes. Sometimes you have someone that is responsible for um, for uh, DIT, like you pull them, and mm-hmm. they'll be the parties that's responsible for that. Yeah. They'll take the footage, um, and they would be responsible for labeling the yeah. footage, making yes. sure that that's correct, organizing the footage on that working drive or those working drives that we mentioned before so that mm-hmm. you can hand deliver that to your editor. Yeah, but like we said yes. earlier, if you can't afford to hire an editor, just yes. go out there and find somebody. Yes. You know, um, Some want to be glad to do it oh, for the experience. Oh, yeah. People, people love being on set, especially when they're first starting out. They just like the movement, like yeah. the activity, yeah. like the nonstop And it's a good experience it. also. Exactly. Yeah. And they learn a lot. Yeah. Tony, I know like when you were starting out, you learned a lot just by being on set. Oh, my God. I remember like my first, I think it was a music video. I was in New York. Mm-hmm. And um, when I got to set that day and I was like, wow, okay. I didn't care about the artist. You know, it was mostly the guy that was sitting on that chair. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is what I want to be like. Because he was yes. the guy telling everybody what to do, which is the director. Yeah. So, so show you how Tony is different, guys. Yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. Tony wanted to be like the director where most people go to set. They want to be like the actor. So no. everyone and Tony's worked with some really big names, but he's never concerned with the talent and the no. big name actors. Yeah. He's looking at the crew yeah. that's behind the cameras that's actually making things happen from yeah. that standpoint. So. And once again, this is the if you really want to learn the industry. If you get a chance to go to set, go to set. Yes. This is the real school. Absolutely. You know, um, and, and that's, that, that was my first taste of, you know, even though as a kid, you know, I always had a passion for filmmaking. Mm-hmm. But that day on set in New York, it was like my eyes were wide open. Yes. This is it. This is what I want to do. Yes. I want to be a director. Yes. You know, and once again, you know, school, yeah, it's important, but. Really like like I said, if you have access to go to set, just go. This I is agree. the real deal. I agree. I agree. You know? So just as Tony said, guys, uh, that's always going to put you like where you need to be. And, mm-hmm. and the more you go, like the more you learn the entire yeah. process exactly. and how things work. But to me, going back to the episode here, post-production, in my opinion, is one of the most important. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, this is another whole episode that will take a deeper dive. But at the end of the day, what you need to remember is post-production is very important. If you can have an editor on site, even if you have to barter, just mm-hmm. whatever you need to do to have the editor there, they can organize the footage how they want it, how they like to work and that'll make your life easier if it's a smaller budget and you cannot afford to have an editor on site be sure to have someone that's dedicated only to that task of taking the footage organizing the footage labeling it making sure that all of the ducks are in a row so that they can hand deliver those working drives to because it'll help your production and it'll help your pocket also save you time and money if an editor has promised you that they're going to finish your project in four weeks and it's going to take approximately 100 hours Mm -hmm. but you're delivering Delivering a project that's disorganized with files everywhere and it's going to end up in 500 hours in five months. You can yes. see how that cost can quickly add up. So post-production, getting it right during production is going to make your life so much easier. Guys, this is a big mistake that we made when we were starting out. Mm-hmm. A costly mistake, a costly, yeah. cost, costly mistake. So yeah. be sure to steer clear. And if you don't follow anything else, we think that this is one of the yes. most important steps yeah. out of the content that we have delivered that yeah. you should really And this listen is why it's to. important for podcasts like ours, you know, you need to listen yes you know because this is through experience you yes. know everything pretty much like like i said this is not scripted this yes. is what we actually went through yes and we can prove it yes. to you like yeah this is what we went through so and, true and like you said 
um, the editor is very important. Even if you can't afford one, find ways to get somebody on set. So true. Yeah, Absolutely, guys. Know, it's so going to help you, help your production, and help Absolutely. your pocket also. And then actually help the final project. What you put out there, you want it to be the best that it can be. And if yeah. the editor can't find the right footage, yeah, exactly. even though you shot it, right, you've wasted time and money during production. But now you're going to have a subpar finalized project because you couldn't find the footage that you were looking for so be sure to guys to make sure that you do that stay on task make sure to bring the adequate tools to set for during production drives and a proper person to organize just so that you don't have the nightmares in post-production <laughs> yes so uh post-production episode number eight this is a big one guys take notes rewind and again be sure to subscribe to our podcast we are available on all of the podcast platforms mm-hmm. Subscribe. Please download these episodes so that you can go back and refer to them. Exactly. And if you found this content helpful, please give us five stars. Yes. Like it on YouTube. Uh, subscribe. And again, we'll put the links to some of the drives that you, we utilize in our description just so that you know what the starting point exactly. is. Uh, and just do what's best for your budget. Yeah. Don't forget to hit the bell because, like I said, we got way more coming your way. But in order for you to listen you have to subscribe to yeah, our channel. You have to get those notifications, you know, guys. Turn to. them on. As soon as those yeah. videos and podcasts are released, you'll be the first yeah. one to get that notification. Yeah, because this information is for you, for you filmmakers. Yes. You know, out there, no filmmakers, you need to. This is for you. This podcast yeah. is for you. So true. So you know, true. It's for you. So, yeah. well, we want to help you uh, save money. And uh, we don't want you to make the same mistakes that we made. Those yes. mistakes, they they like they were very costly mistakes, like Bridget said. Yes. But you know, right now you have this platform. This platform is for you, mm-hmm. and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna help, you know, uh, uh, help help you. Yes. And uh, guide you. Yep. Through it. Yep. So, so guys, uh, we always appreciate you guys tuning in. Mm-hmm. This has been the TaylorMade Film Business Podcast, saving you time and saving you money. money. Costly mistakes yes. being avoided here in episode number eight. Exactly. Thank you once again for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe. And hit that bell. Hit that bell. Yeah. So, guys, once again, thank you so much. I have been your host, Bridget Charles. And I am Tony Charles. And until next time, stay safe. Stay safe. Wash your hands and wear your mask. Peace. You're listening to Taylor Made Podcast.